Welcome to the Wrestling Stable Show, where you don't join, you're chosen. Today is Monday, June 15th, 2020. And later on in today's show, we're going to recap what happened in New Japan Pro Wrestling's return to in-ring action. But first, we start off with the highlights of WWE Backlash, the home of the greatest wrestling match ever between Edge and Randy Orton. Now, Randy Orton, of course, is fresh off of a Twitter war with NXT superstar and NXT locker leader Tommaso Ciampa. Now, these superstars went into a Twitter beef based off of Randy Orton saying after NXT in your house that there was a lot of leg slapping going on. Of course, you know, leg slapping for the super kicks and for the sound effects. And uh, Tommaso Ciampa did not take too kindly to that, saying that, you know, whenever his kids need to be put to sleep, uh, he makes sure that they put on a Randy Orton match, and that puts them right to bed. So in this actual match between Edge and Randy Orton, we started off with old school introductions, and referee Charles Robinson even dressed like this was WrestleMania 1. Now throughout the match, they even had the NXT superstars in the audience, which is what we've uh, come to be familiar with over the last two weeks. But in addition to that, they also pumped in crowd noise. So you could see everyone in the audience, uh, you know, they were clapping and they were having a good time, but certainly there were not enough people to make that kind of noise, uh, you know, with this is awesome chants and uh, some other kind of chants that they had um, and noise pumped in through the speakers. Now, this is really a good reminder uh, from tape smackdowns in the past. Now, the earlier part of this match felt a lot like the last man standing match. Typical Randy Orton uh, kind of match where it's slow and methodical. Now, they did a very good job of looking evenly matched. Blow for blow, strike for strike. And they are both inflicting a lot of damage onto each other. Now, as things really started to pick up in the second half of this match, there were some really cool spots. So Edge and Orton exchanged three amigos. Orton hit an Olympic slam in defiance of Kurt Angle, who earlier on picked Edge to win the match. Orton had an RKO reverse into an Edge-O-Matic. Edge goes for a power slam, but stops short and then hits an unprettier on Orton as a tribute to his former tag team partner and another man who faced Randy Orton in a rivalry over a world championship, Christian. Now, Orton actually did break out a pedigree onto Edge, shades of his mentor, Triple H. And Edge hit a rock bottom on Orton. Uh, Orton hit a perfectly delivered RKO from out of nowhere in the middle of the ring, and Edge still kicked out. Edge returned the favor and hits back-to-back spears, but Orton still kicked out. Now, Edge leaps onto Orton from the corner, and Orton reverses it into an RKO, and Edge kicks out again. Edge goes for the standing chokeholds. Orton goes low to bring Edge to the mat. Randy stumbles back into the corner. Then he charges towards Edge and punts Edge in the head. Shades of old, a move that I thought was banned. But he hits the punt for the one, two, three. So Randy Orton wins the greatest wrestling match ever. And as his music plays, you can see Randy get down to the mat and whisper into Edge's ear, but still loud enough for the camera to pick up. Uh, I believe saying, go home, be with Beth, be with your daughters, and tell all three of them that Uncle Randy said hi. Now, this was obviously not the greatest wrestling match ever, but I have to give them credit. Uh, it was an incredible match, really, really good wrestling back and forth. 
Um, you know, this is one of the ones that was pre-taped a couple of days earlier, really delivered. Um, and without all the pressure of being the greatest wrestling match of, ever, I think people would look at this a little bit higher than they may uh, look at it based off all the pressure and all the expectations. So the next highlight for me, obviously, you know, that was the main event. But another highlight on the show was the Women's Tag Team Championship triple threat match where Sasha Banks and Bailey defended against Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss, as well as the Iconics. Sasha and Bailey were interviewed backstage earlier, and now Bailey wants to be referred to as Be uh, Bailey Dose Straps. So Becky was Becky Two Belts, now Bailey is Bailey Dose Straps. She then says that they are the best women's champions of all time. So Sasha and Bailey walk into backlash as two time women's tag team champions. They were, of course, the inaugural champions. Uh, and back then, you know, they were a bit nicer and they referred to as the boss and hug connection. Back when Bailey, uh, before Bailey was a role model, back when she was the hugger and uh, we had the wacky wailing inflatable tube men, I believe uh, Byron called them. Now they won the titles in an elimination chamber match in February of last year to become the inaugural WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. Now, they can face off anybody, right? So these Women's Tag Team Champions are across all the brands. Not just Raw, not just SmackDown, but also across NXT. Now, we don't see too many defenses in NXT, but um, they're supposed to. So when they did lose the Tag Team titles the first time, they lost to the Iconics, the team of Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, in a fatal four-way match at last year's WrestleMania. The Iconics then lost to Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss on an episode of Raw in August. So there's a lot of history behind these three teams. The rules uh, for this match were that, you know, it's a triple threat match and there needs to be one member of each team that's legal uh, at all times. And you can't tag in anybody you want. So you had to tag in a member of your own tag team. Now, Sasha Banks has never held the SmackDown Women's Championship. So she's held everything else. So the NXT, the Raw, obviously the current um, tag team champion, but never the SmackDown champion. So look for that eventual title match between the two to happen at a big event. I expect that to happen when we do have crowd return, as that will be a big moment for her to uh, complete her triple crown. Now, Edge and Orton were not just competing with Savage versus Steamboat or HBK versus Taker, but also with this op opening match. Uh, now, it was a really, really good match uh, on the card, especially uh, of the card, the greatest wrestling match ever. So all superstars worked really hard to put on an excellent match, but it came down to Alexa hitting a twisted bliss on Peyton and Sasha coming up, picking up the scraps and rolling up bliss for the one, two, three, to retain for the golden role models. Uh, we also see on this card that uh, July 19th is Extreme Rules. So this will be the next WWE pay-per-view. And if there's no audience, I wonder if they're going to do another cinematic type match, make it super hardcore. We saw that, par that parking lot brawl between between Adam Cole and the Velveteen Dream. I hope it's nothing like the Street Profits versus the Viking Raiders, though, from this match, uh, from this night at Backlash. Now, I'm sure some people liked it, but I usually don't like watching tag team championship matches that end in the participants being in a dumpster full of trash. It just doesn't work for me. So hopefully they do a little bit better at Extreme Rules. 
Also on this night, we had Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus. In the buildup, we have seen WWE play off of Jeff's real-life struggles with alcohol. Uh, we've seen Jeff crash his car. We've seen Sheamus make Jeff take a urine test at the contract signing, only to have urine thrown into his face. Now, in the match, we saw Sheamus stop Hardy mid-air with a brogue kick as Hardy, who was running along the barricade and alongside the plexiglass, jumped towards him. Sheamus then hit another brogue kick in the middle of the ring for the one, two, three. The WWE Championship ma- uh, Championship was also defended at Backlash, and we saw a really good wrestling match here as well as WWE Champion Drew McIntyre defended against the almighty Bobby Lashley. Now, Bobby's new manager, MVP, accompanied him to the ring. Lana, the wife of Bobby Lashley, eventually comes down to the ring and gets up on the apron. Drew pushes Lashley, and he almost knocks into Lana, but somehow Lana still falls off the apron onto MVP, total distraction to Bobby Lashley. And Bobby, excuse me, Drew uses this distraction to his advantage and hits a Claymore kick. After the bell, Drew gets close to the camera and delivers a message saying, I told him to bring the real Bobby Lashley, and he brought all his baggage. So that were the highlights of me to the backlash. Uh, a really good show. A lot of pressure uh, around having the greatest wrestling match ever, but still an enjoyable show with a lot of really good wrestling matches. Now let's switch gears to New Japan. New Japan has been on hiatus for this whole time, not doing empty arenas, not doing anything. They've had this thing called a Together Project where they've had a lot of interviews and specials uh, with people from like Okada and the rest of Chaos and LIJ. But this was New Japan's return to in-ring action. And that happened this morning, America time. So the opening match of this card, I'm going to go through all the matches and kind of tell you who faced two and who won. The opening match was Gabriel Kidd versus Yoda Suchi. And that was the opening match. And Suchi won via submission with the Boston Crab. Next, we had El Desperado and Kanemaru of Suzuki-Gun versus Tomohira Ishii and Yuya Uemura. And Desperado made Uemura tap out for the win. Then we had a multi-man match with Bullet Club members Jado, Gato, the Bone Soldier, Taiji Ichimori, and Yujiro Takahashi, the Tokyo Pimp, Face off against Chaos members Hiroki Goto, Yoshihashi, Toriyano, and this came down to Homa, um, who was also on their team uh, as well. Now, Yujiro was able to get the win for Bullet Club after Jado hit Homa in the back with his kendo stick, and Yujiro planted Homa with a DDT. Then we see a way to the Grandmaster promo. So, We'll have to see in the upcoming weeks what this is all about. Um, maybe some people can leave it, uh, a comment uh, for us on, on what this is. But uh, at this point, for me, I'm not really sure what that is. And um, we'll have to see what this uh, amounts to in the next coming weeks. At this point, we also see a lot of the precautions, the safety precautions that New Japan Wrestling is taking. Obviously, you know, their commissioner said they have to uh, follow all the health and safety protocols. So we see that. Um, the New Japan anchors, right? So the New Japan commentators are sitting uh, in a row. They are all at their own respective desk and uh, they're definitely at least six feet apart. Uh, They have plexiglass in between them in case they turn to the right or to the left. 
so that looks like, you know, for health concerns, they have that figured out. Also, the ring crew, uh, we see, you know, that they're here uh, cleaning everything down between match matches. And they have masks, looks like raincoats, and also long pants and, and closed-toed shoes. So no germs are, are affecting them at all. They're wiping down the ring ropes and the mat and everything else carefully uh, in between matches. So we get a little sneak of that. We go to an intermission. After the intermission, we have two-thirds of the never-open-weight six-man champions Bushi and Evil teaming with Los Ingobernables de Japan teammate Sonata to face Hiroyoshi Tenzan, Satoshi Kojima, and Ryosuke Taguchi. This match came down to Taguchi, who tapped out Bushi with an ankle lock for the win. Next, we had another multi-man match as Suzuki Goon members Minoru Suzuki, Tai Chi, Zack Sabre Jr., and Doku faced off against IWGP Tag Team Champions Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kota Ibushi and their tag team partners, Togi Makabe and Yuji Nagata. Togi Makabe hit a knee drop from the top rope on Doku for the one, two, three. After the match, we see Zack Sabre Jr. and Ibushi getting in each other's face and start hitting each other as the young lions have to pull them apart. Also, Tanahashi gets in the face of Tai Chi. Now, these are the two matches in the first round of the New Japan Cup. And... If the dangerous techers in individual matches, so if either Zack Sabre Jr. or Tai Chi can pin uh, Tanahashi or Abushi, they would be in line for an IWGP Tag Team Championship match. So a lot on the line in this tournament uh, in the first round alone. Now, in the main event of this New Japan Together Project special in-ring return, we saw the Chaos Team of Sho, Yo, and Kazuchika Okada take on Los Ingobernables de Japan members, the IWGP junior heavyweight champion, Hiromo Takahashi, a holder of the never openweight six-man championships, and the never openweight champion, Shingo Takagi, and the IWGP intercontinental and IWGP heavyweight champion, Tetsuya Naito. Los Ingobernables in this match had three men with five <laughs> belts. Uh, so there's a lot of gold in the LIJ faction. Um, and they look to over the next couple of months, retain that and maybe pick up anything else that they don't have. So this match, um, Naito won for his team with a destino. And after the match, we get the LIJ roll call as Naito's music hits. You know, the, you know, the drill evil. Bushi, Sanada, Hiromu, Takagi, and Naito. Nosotros los ungobernables de Japan. Hiromu and Naito perform the LIJ fist bump, but Shingo is in the zone and focused on winning the New Japan Cup. He leaves the ring without giving the fist bump. The New Japan Cup is finally here, and it starts tomorrow at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. So check back with Wrestling Stable. We're going to go and have a, a show every single day this week. So in tomorrow's episode, Tuesday's episode, we'll give you the results and kind of some reactions from the opening night of the New Japan Cup. Remember, it's, I believe, 32 wrestlers, but not just heavyweights. There's going to be about 16 junior heavyweights. And the winner gets a shot at double gold 
the winner gets a shot at both the IWGP Intercontinental and the IWGP Heavyweight Championship held by Tetsuya Naito. So that is our show for today. We'll be back tomorrow where we'll talk about New Japan and any other breaking news from the world of professional wrestling. Thank you for checking out Wrestling Stable, where you don't join, you're chosen. <laughs>